This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Instagram was down all day yesterday. Not cool, bro. Where am I supposed to go for all those hot shots of Noah riding horses now? Daddy needs his sexy saddles. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Damn, Chucky B is getting a little horny. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob, along with horse riding Noah. Yeehaw! And, and, and oh. horse injecting Sydney. Chuck is a equine enthusiast, that's all. And horse eating Darren. <laughs> and not anymore. That's red meat. I can't. <laughs> we learned so much. Welcome to the live cast. It's Rob. Oh, I already said it. I already introduced myself. We can move on. <laughs> let's stop horsing around, fellas and ladies. <laughs> and let's get to the show. If you want to be a part of the show, give us a ring. 213 wide nut that's 213-943-3688 and um it's been an interesting week already yesterday the big news of the day that was on every news source and every channel and every person i talked to was that facebook and instagram and whatsapp were down oh no all at the same time yeah well they're all owned by the same company they're all on the same servers and uh i have to say i have uh I have a lot of sympathy for the uh, developers there <laughs> because uh, Why, the Rob? issue self-esteems were much higher yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, that's not, I mean, just the people dealing with the DNS issues, because that is the least fun thing to do. And it's not something where it's like a switch that you could just turn on and off. It's, it's basically like the internet phone book and you have to kind of update your phone number and all the internet providers have to go and refresh and like make sure they're pointing to the right phone number. So it took a few hours. And that's my nerd explanation of what happened to the, uh, the Facebook. But it was great for me. I, I, I loved it. No alerts. No well, too. I, I mean, on top of that, also working at Facebook is like <clears throat> the the non-wrestling version of working at for Vince McMahon. So I feel like that made that pressure pressure situation a lot harder, probably. But I mean, if you work at Facebook, you've made the choice to align yourself with the evil empire. So sure. True. Uh, Yeah, no, I I mean, that's a fact, but also still can't be easy. Yeah, no. Also, you, you might have been joining to kind of make better change like okay yes it is evil but maybe i can go and and do like some modicum of of uh good stuff Mm. have you ever worked for a company before (laughs) yes i have come on keep waiting for his company to fire him they still won't do it (laughs) yeah i heard that robert pazabini is a real terrible worker man (laughs) gotta get rid of this guy well, I like how how Rob thinks that employee like employees can implement change. That's that's how long he's been working yeah. for himself. <laughs> well, yeah. it is true. It's been a while. But in fairness, I would say like I'm I'm hesitant to 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 like dunk on people for that kind of naivete because it's like good naivete. I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. I, and also it depends what department you work in. It um, is it is naivete though. Let's get that out of the way. No. How long right. before She's like? Right. You have to accept defeat on that and just be like, I guess oh, I like a year, change Two years. a year. Okay. So anyone who's been there more than a year, we have no sympathy for them. But if they're a new hire, we still feel bad. <laughs> well, like, see, here's the thing. Like, I feel like it depends on the department, like with Google, there's plenty of fun, awesome departments in Google to work in. And there's the not so fun ones. I know, but it's like what Sid said, you're, you're going into it knowing that you're working for an evil company with evil intentions. 
or a successful company with good salaries. That usually yeah, the people, two are linked. Sadly, sure. Some, some sure. I don't know. Just, I'm, uh, I'm defending Big Corp here on the I show. Think, well, I don't necessarily. Are you think getting it's those Zucker bucks, Rob? <laughs> well, I mean, in all fairness, I feel like without Facebook, the metal injection business model would implode. So, even now, though, like, like I mean, maybe I didn't understand five years ago, but isn't it diminished somewhat? It's diminished a little bit, but now the majority of our traffic still comes from Facebook. I think Damn. it's just because we built up such a large following there that, uh, you know, we have like 1.2 million likes for mental injections. So. I wouldn't have guessed that that didn't that didn't dwindle a lot. It's certainly like it's it's a lot less than it was, let's say, in 2015, 2016, which was mm. just the wild west of insane traffic. Yeah, of it was just like a joke, like. Here, look at me post something and watch our traffic just blow up. Uh, but now it's not that easy, but still, it's a very significant amount. <clears throat> so I'm sure it was. that's what's so crazy about Facebook now. It's so ubiquitous uh, that it wasn't just Facebook that was affected. It's all these other businesses. If you think about how many businesses rely on Facebook to like beyond just, you know, T-shirt companies or you know, websites, media companies like sure. Metal Injection and other sites, there's just meetups and like, you know, uh, like get togethers in, in group situations. Oh, and events. who cares? <laughs> what do you mean meetups and group situations? What? Oh, like uh, like show shows get promoted on there and, you know, you could buy tickets through Facebook and all that stuff. Oh, who cares? Thank you. <laughs> Didn't want to cut Rob off. There's a pandemic. Let let people not go to shows. That's fine. Maybe that outage saved a few lives. Or or stop don't use Facebook anymore. Use something else. That too. What should they use? Kerrang magazine. That's Parler. not a social network. I don't know. Do they still have like a print edition of Kerrang? No. No. Oh. They just uh, the, after the pandemic they stopped doing it. So it's Facebook only now. Metal well, Edge. Metal Edge. Metal Edge is long dead. Dude, I'm surprised right, it lasted dude. that long though, until 2019, 2020. What Metal Kerrang. Edge? Kerrang. Oh, Kerrang. Oh, well, it's a website. It's still a website. Uh, but it yeah, was, but I mean, it's, the a, print it's a UK. It's UK based though, and I feel like the rock culture there is a little more mainstream. So I'm not as surprised. Is Hit Parader still a thing? <laughs> Hit Parader has actually been relaunched. Uh, it's not. Uh, fully launched yet, but mm. it's kind of a thing. Exciting. How about Tiger Beat? <laughs> that, that's not my my. What about YM one. Magazine? Mm. I don't I'm even modern. Young. I thought it was Young. Ms. I thought it was Ms. Magazine for for teenagers. Is that not right? I thought it was Young and Modern from. I've heard both. I don't remember which one is the right one though, but I've heard both. Okay. Young Let us modern. know next week, Sid. I will do wouldn't, some research. I'll dig in. Wouldn't that be Yam if it was Young and Modern? That'd be like uh, maybe it would. There would be some cross branding issues with uh, like Sweet Potato Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't go with that. <laughs> Probably you're right. Frozen. I'm okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm good. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk about some of the news uh, going on in the world today. Oh. Uh, first, let's start with some rock news. Of course, if you want to chime in on the news, give us a call. 213 Widenut. 
213-943-3688. And uh, one of the big stories, I guess, is that <laughs> David Lee Roth announced his retirement from music. No. Which couldn't come five years too soon. <laughs> why, does, why does he have to announce it? Because then he could sell tickets to his farewell shows. Right. That's, that's the thing. I mean, he's not on. yet retired. He's yeah. retiring after a series of shows. Yeah. Thank you for the clarification, Sid. So uh, I think <laughs> I, believe, I believe it was right. It was it's not a tour. It's a residency in Las Vegas. Uh, I believe, those buffets. That's what it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think right before the pandemic, he started a residency in in Vegas. Are you saying he started the pandemic? You're saying there's some kind of connection, Rob? Well, yes. wasn't it Ozzy Osbourne that ate a bat on stage? Maybe it's uh, <laughs> maybe the story got mixed up. Damn it. That's David Lee Roth telling us to shut up. That, uh, <laughs> He's honking at you. He's like, no, it's not talking about retirement. Uh, no, I think we played some audio and he sounded almost as bad as Vince Neil. Is this our fault somehow? His retirement? Is this the live cast curse? I don't know. You think someone count? played him our riff? I mean, he's still alive. For now, his, his now. career, though, maybe he's planning a G.G. Allen kind of thing where at the end of his farewell show, he just offs himself. <laughs> oh, does he? Does that mean if he's going to do that, does he have to, like, eat scat on stage, too? Or is that just you can only do the suicide part? I mean, it's up to he could. I mean, <laughs> if, if it's something you've always been curious about, I mean, might as well do it right before. It's not like there's going to be consequences at that point. Walk around. You're going to get salmonella. His little pimple peeny flapping around on the stage. Like, Are you saying David Lee Roth also has a pimple peeny? I mean, if he I, wanted I to, be, him if he if if he wanted to keep the tradition alive, he should get surgery and live up to the legacy. Damn, I don't also, know that he's that. True. We've how, never seen we've never seen Gigi Allen's dick hard, have we? That's we a fair point, Rob. I'm fair sure that very much there. be a grower. I'm sure that's out there. If you want to go looking, Rob. I'm sure I there's don't. a website I that don't. has that footage. You know, Rob, you, you, I have to, you know what? You made a great point. I shouldn't little peepee shame. It could just be in a flaccid state. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was absolutely in a flaccid state. So I mean, I'm sorry. What I should say is it could be just because of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're Rest right. Peace, Gigi Allen. When you're right. You're <laughs> wow. That's a bold statement right there. Why? Because he's a horrible person. I don't know that we want him to rest in peace. Why was what, what made him so horrible? I mean, sex assault and things of that nature. Okay, oh, did right. have like a very clean that. track record. Yeah. I thought he was a lot of theatrics and shit. I didn't know that he actually. I think there was definitely because I, I remember when I worked at a, the punk rock record store that I worked at, my boss refused to sell any Gigi Allen albums because he, said he was the rapist. Oh, wow. I never knew that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize it was I, that serious. I, I remember I mean, the documentary time and stuff. There's definitely. Maybe it he was just not, your boss's thing that he had against him. Let's maybe let's they went see. to high school together and oh. Gigi Allen got famous and your boss ended up working in a He's record resentful. store. Well, are he we, ran a record label. The record store was just like an offshoot of that. Are we are we so breaking the story? Are we going to get him canceled? Posthumously. If anyone's already canceled or who wouldn't give a shit if he was canceled. Oh, right. Yeah, I was going to say. Other than Seth uh, Putnam, I can't think of anyone who would care less than that. There was a documentary on Showtime uh, not too long ago about him, Gigi Allen. Mm -hmm. And it was maybe the least flattering 
self-produced doc. Oh, it wasn't self- obviously he didn't produce his family produced it because his younger brother uh, basically his life is essentially exploiting Gigi Allen's name. Uh, like he'll sell merchandise. He there was something where he basically makes art by with his own shit and sells it and like comes up with anything to sell like shit on anything to sell it and people buy it i guess it's the weirdest thing it's so unflattering i mean it only it probably out. would take like two or three people to buy something i made out of my own feces for me to think that was a successful business any sure. number above zero and it's like whoa exactly. there's an audience for this cool I, anything above zero is just a, a gift from the heavens. Uh, but it's like they, it's like a cameo. Then it's like here's my, you know, these shoes that don't fit my feet anymore. Shit on this, and no. it's like crappio. It should just be like you send you send them things, and he just shits on them. Let me let me read this uh, blurb from uh, Gigi Allen's Wikipedia page. By the way, he did in 1993. He did an interview on the Jane Whitney show where he stated that he could sleep with 12, 13 and 16 year old girls, boys and animals Ew. and claimed that he raped both women and men at his concerts. See, if I heard that and we didn't have this discussion, I would say that's just Gigi Allen. On a gimmick. Show, like being. Yeah, he's, he's possible. Character. It's certainly possible. Yeah. I'm just saying that, that wouldn't occur to me that yeah. it sounds like he's just saying that. Also, like if you were doing that, would you be saying that on a TV show? He but was I guess insane. Maybe. So, yeah, that was sort of his mystique. I mean, he really definitely insane. like threw piss and shit at people at his shows where it was mm-hmm. like Gallagher, but with bodily fluids where you, you don't want to be in yeah. the front row of a Gigi Allen concert. But I would say that's that's even though that's incredibly disgusting and horrible, there's no like long term. You're not doing long term damage to anybody by throwing it's which true. is gross. Yeah. But raping children is like on another yeah. tier from that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and also I feel like the people that go to a Gigi Allen show know what they're getting into. Yes. Or would after the first few times, you know. Um, <laughs> you throw shit at me four or five times. I'm gonna finally realize I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna move back a couple of rows. There's got to be that one or two guys in the audience that bring a tarp, like they're going to see Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or other guys who bring gore. a cup. Oh no! Catch it in. GG cup. Sorry, Rob. No problem. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this David Lee Roth retirement in a few minutes, but we have someone in the waiting room. I want to bring him in. B.G. Allen. Oh, no. no. That's next week. It's it's one of the musicians of the band that we all thrashed last week. And the, the name of the band? Dark Saga. Saga. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was Dark Something, but I drew a blank. Let's bring him in. All right. Uh, Brandon should be in Brandon, here. It, there we go. Nice. Hey. 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 hey this is uh, not Brandon. This is Jordan. This is uh, my boy over here, Brandon, who recorded the record with us. Hey. Hey. I was hey. going to say, you didn't look like your picture there. <laughs> uh, this is the guy that recorded the first record with me um, a few years ago. And, you know, he's, you know, I've been with studio with him for a long time. So this cool. is Brandon. How you doing, guys? Hey, Brandon. What's going Hi, on? Hi, Brandon. I like your chair. I oh. had that chair, a different color. <laughs> I got a little orange theme going on in my studio here. My uh, the, the foam in the booth is orange, and I got a bunch of like orange bean bags and all that. Cool. Sweet. Where are you guys calling us from? We are in uh, Ridgewood, Queens, New York. That's where the nice. Oh, Ridgewood. Some of us we- are in Brooklyn. 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of like on the border of that between Queens and Brooklyn, like Bushwick area. Mm-hmm. That's where this is probably just for Rob, but that's where the doghouse was, like right mm-hmm. there. It was in uh, we used to go to this wrestling gym to try to shoot a show, and uh, many years ago, it was right. I there, was just right in there. Ridgewood, and I was blown away at how old I felt being there because everyone—it's <laughs> like <laughs> that's where all the young people. That's the only affordable place now for young people to live. Yeah. I feel. It's the new Bushwick. It used to be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah before yeah. it was Williamsburg. Everyone got priced out of Williamsburg, moved down to Bushwick. Now Bushwick is the new Williamsburg and everyone's pushed it down further into Bushwick or Ridgewood. Pretty soon uh, we're going to be in Canarsie, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canarsie. Canarsie's going to get popping all of a sudden. Uh but that's that's enough geography talk. I right. want to mention that last week on the show, we played a game called Thrasher Trash, where we asked uh, Metal Injection listeners to uh, send us some music and uh, we would judge it live on the air. And one of the bands was, in fact, your band. And uh, we all very much liked it. And uh, what was the song that we played? Uh, I, I don't remember the name of it. Oh, Do you remember it? We Thrive. In terror, we thrive. Yep. Now I wanted to play play a few seconds of it uh, one more time, just to kind of remind our listeners uh, before we get into this interview. So if you can allow me a moment. And uh, we only was a few seconds of it. Well, that's how the game is played. Yeah. Yeah, we, we oh, I, for, I forgot my drum. sound is on. Okay, great. Yeah, let me play a little more. So that's that's Dark Saga. Say that again, please. That's definitely one of my favorite songs to play for sure. A lot of fun to play. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to listen to as well. And so we thought, uh, you know, since we all liked it and we wanted to give you guys a little, uh, little extra, little extra rub, we'd give you, we'd do an interview, and uh, since uh, you know, we figured the format of the interview is in in the many years that we've done the podcast, uh, a lot of musicians have told us some of the worst questions that they could be asked in an interview or the most generic ones, I should say, which we try to avoid usually, which we try to avoid usually. But here, since you guys are a newer band and likely not been interviewed as much and jaded, (laughs) we're going to ask you every generic music question we can come up with. Oh, no. That's all right. (laughs) We think you'll like it, though. Yeah, it's fine. I'm All right, first. Qu- I'm expecting it anyway. First question: What are your influences? Um, well, it's actually not really as cut and dry as you would think, because um, a lot of people said to me um, that I've been playing over the years. They gave me like comparisons, like like a system of a down structure with the vocals, kind of like a Serge Tankian, you know. But it's like a mod- like an old school way of him doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like like you're doing his style of vocals, but in an old school '80s way. And that's how it translated. But my influences of like Priest, Maiden, Slater, Megadeth, 
you know, King Diamond, Metallica, you know, the, the general suspects. But then I had a lot of weird ones like, um, you know, I like um, Emperor, like a lot, I like that atmosphere in terms of, you know, spreading out the sound. That's why you, you said, like you said, like a multi-layer cake, like it's a multi-layer of things. It's not just one specific band, one specific influence. I just want to like, let me throw the kitchen sink at it. So it's like kitchen mm-hmm. sink metal in a way. And uh, how did you come up with your band name? Um, it was one of the cool ones that wasn't taken. <laughs> but you know, I, I just you know, it was the first one that came to mind, and then you know, it happened to be a um, you know, an album from one of my favorite albums from one of my other a band that you know, everyone knows. Um, What's the name of that band? Ice Earth. Ice Earth, yeah. So, so then you know, at that time, you had one of my favorite bands. Um, but it was just a cool name. I'm like, hey, let me keep it. It's a really good name to have. That's a really strong name to have for a band. Jordan, who who sings in your band? That was you singing and you play guitar? And I, on that one, I played the guitar, bass, and the leads. The only thing I didn't do oh. was the drums. And I want to give a shout out to Bill Angelini, who did the drums for the record. Thank you, brother. You know, you're my friend for life. I wanted to ask a one-man project? It was a, basically, it was a one-man project with just somebody who was helping me with the drums, one of my close friends. I wanted to ask a follow-up question, because you said uh, Iced Earth used to be one of your favorite bands does that imply that they're not anymore and does that have anything to do with the capital riots yeah it has a little bit of it to do with it i thought it was a bad decision for him to do something like stupid like that for your music career that there are better ways for you to be vocal of things you're passionate about without going to jail for it hmm. i thought that was kind of really reckless behavior but you know we all make mistakes yeah sure. have you considered that hasn't now my- now that he's in jail, have you considered taking Iced Earth as your band name since it's possibly available? <laughs> no. I don't think it's available. Oh, damn it. So <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. You gotta, you're a young guy. Just just wait till the just wait till it goes into public domain, like 47 uh, years. Like, I have, the name I have is fine, and I've already, you know, got the rights to it. So I mean it's a perfect name for me to have. Okay, I so I have good. I have another generic question. Uh what made you want to pick up the guitar? Well, initially, when I first played music, I got into playing guitar very late in my early 20s. I really didn't pick up guitar when I was younger. I had no inclination to play. The first thing I did was sing when I was like 16, 17. I started practicing making songs and stuff. Wow. But, um, you know, I was in bands and I just wanted to songwrite, really. I just wanted to write songs. It was just that basic. So you say that you started singing at 16. Does that mean that maybe you were like in high school musicals? Like, did you do anything with singing? No, I was just literally just practicing in my room, singing songs over and over again, practicing my chops and trying to get them up. You know, just your typical, just practice till you get it. And you were practicing to like... Just for fun. Okay. So has there ever been an actual band? Like, have you played live? Have you played Uh, played live a bunch of shows? I used to play live like, um, like it was like before I recorded this particular thing. You know, then I had some health issues the last, you know, a couple of years. I had neck injury I had to deal with, but I'm getting better now. Um, but I was in other bands. I was in this band called Cryptorum back in the day. You know, we were just a typical crappy sounding garage band at the time. Um, and I was uh, in a band called You Serve the King. And then um, there was another band later on called Unrelenting Force. So I was in other bands, you know, just playing shows every now and then. I, you know, I played show, a secret show with Death Angel. Over at uh, Old Blackthorn, we played a secret show with them when they played as Killers One. You know, we were like their co-headliner with them. It was a fun show to play. 
Um, we played a show with King's X and Shadows Fall. So we've been, I've been out there, you know, playing with bands. I know some people, you know, so it's just, you know, it's just something I've materialized in my 20s and say, hey, why don't I actually do something with this instead of just staying at home all day? And, you know, turn out to be something pretty, pretty chill. I have a, a cliche kind of question. So the person who submitted uh, your band to our show, Breast Milk, uh, said that they just had joined the band. So like in a sort of uh, page plant kind of way, like how did you meet Breast Milk and what's the story behind that? Craigslist. Just Craigslist. Oh. <laughs> Craigslist. Okay. Wow. So you could get Breast Milk on Craigslist. That's good to know. <laughs> I get Breast Milk on Craigslist and, you know, if you... You know, I'm, I'm really like, you know, I don't, I don't want to shame the vegans out there, but I guess it's all right. <laughs> you got to make up a story, man. You got to get rid of the Craig. It's cool. It's a cool story. But when you the media starts getting at you, you got to make up like, you know, how Are you kidding? Well, yeah, yeah, it's so old school. I, I, I found her by, save, by saving her uh, from train style. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Yeah, we're out of a burning building. There we go. We'll do something. There we like go. That. So was it like missed connections? Did you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, really, simply what happened, you know, just listened to the music, liked it, sent me an email. And, you know, she's a really good bass player, got a really good attitude. I just got another person off Craigslist, uh, someone who helps me record, you know, write stuff. And he's a guitarist. So I'm just I'm finding people, you know, I guess, you know, ever since you know, the end of this pandemic, we're at the tail end of it. So people are just wanting to get into projects, wanting to get themselves out there. We're all like, kennel psychopathy dogs like oh man we just want to get out of fun and have some fun finally but you know that's what's going it. on like you know people are hungry to play music now there's the demand for local music since you know a lot of the stuff that happened so now it's a chance for local artists to have a little bit more chance to do something yeah i thought you were going to say that like you were just selling like a like three gross of like one day expired oreos and then someone offered up oh and by the way i also i am also a musician I'll sell back on the <laughs> I have, I have another generic question. Oh. Sorry, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. How long has the band existed? Uh, this particular band, Dark Sock. Uh, this project has existed since we recorded the, the first album. Um, I had to Which take. Um, I, I was, yeah, so it's twenty six seventeen basically when we had like the final like mix of the record to put out there. But, you know, then I had like a little neck injury that I've been battling for the last couple of years. So I've had to like take a break from it, get my health back. But now I'm back, I'm recording again. We're doing a new EP, five song EP. So we have all the guitars and bass done for that. So we're now we're starting the drums. So now we're looking to actually get this project off the ground, performing out in live in front of people. So, so will, will this neck injury prevent you from headbanging at shows or no? It's, it's more like it's more like nerve faults. It's not like structural damage. Okay. So it's just yeah, you know, you know, it just it comes and goes, you know. But hey, we all got little things. We all got little things about us. So we just gotta cope with it and do the best we can. Yeah. I've got a third pain. butt cheek. What? Sorry. <laughs> I said, go ahead, say that again. I said, yeah, Rob's got a third butt cheek. I'm falling on the subway. Not literally. Not literally. Jesus. People it's just do, feel, these it's people just feel good that this has a chance now. It's spreading some wings to the project. I'm getting some members, people that are hungry and have the drive for the music. Like the love for the music, not just wanting to get paid for it. You know what right. I mean? Like that's the way that's the reason why I picked up music. I didn't want to get paid. I didn't want to be a rock star. I didn't want to be any sort of that. I just wanted to record music and have fun with it. I didn't want to do anything spectacular or special. But hey, if it happens, great. Well, that that brings me to my generic question. Um, if you could tour with any lineup, what would that lineup be? 
What, in terms of like my dream lineup is like me on stage with them behind me or something? Like, no, your like Dark band... Saga opens. Who yeah. else is playing this tour? Or... Oh, why, can't, why, why can't they open or... for him? Sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. However you no, uh, yeah. want to answer this question, I'd love to know. Any mix of artists that have ever existed that just like, if I want to put them in like, you know, my deal. Let's yeah. yeah. Let's say the band has to exist because like this will be in a year from now. You could put together your own tour with Dark Saga and anybody else. Oh, also any other bands on the tour? Um, like three other bands. That's a tricky question because like it's hard to really fit us in a lot of other bands. If we do a little bit of the death metal, we do the power metal for sure. Then we do the regular heavy metal and groove metal too. So you know, I guess maybe a good band for me to be with on stage would be i don't know maybe like a warbringer would be good mm. um then i guess maybe like an into eternity sort of feel would be nice you know that'd be a good vibe with the music and the varying styles and you know i guess i guess we'll round it off would be uh megadeth or anthrax or something would be cool cool that's four sorry yeah. You don't get to tour with them anymore. Well, it it, it depends qualified. on what city. It depends on what on the yeah. East Coast will be Anthrax. West Coast will be Megadeth. Yes. Okay. Two, two, two different legs of the tour. Yeah, different legs. Yeah, Megadeth will headline the West. Anthrax East. All right. We were so going to arrange this for you, by the way, but you said four bands, so we can't now. So three, three bands, including me, and I'm the fourth, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Fair enough. Right. Where where could uh, our Metal Injection Live... Oh. Or Metal Injection Livecast fans, uh, keep up. Hear with more you. Dark Saga. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where's the social media? Uh, we got we got a, we got the YouTube page where the whole album's on there. Sometimes I even put like little uh, vocal covers of me doing other band songs, like just me recording vocal covers just for fun. I have a bunch more coming in the future from Priest, Maiden. I got a lot of stuff coming on there, updating it. We're going to be doing some videos on there for album you know, for members that are in there. You know, I'm going to show you the new faces. You know maybe a little preview of what's going on, you know, that's it. So, you know, YouTube is there. we got a band camp and we're going to be opening up a, um, probably going to be opening up a Twitter and Instagram soon or something just to get us. we got to get on the social media. So I want to point see out breast bad milk. SEO. I want to yeah. see breast milk. Bad SEO here. Cause if you just YouTube dark saga, you just get the ice earth album. So what, what should people YouTube? Uh, they, they, they search, search dark saga and laws. And then it'll be the first thing they put up that comes up. But it might be about uh, John Schaefer breaking laws, though. That's the problem. <laughs> the first video comes up. No. That's what it is. It's it true. Dark Saga Laws, you're in. Okay. Yep. Laws of Oppression is the is the album. Jordan, thanks for hanging out with us for yeah. a few minutes. Really good appreciate. luck with the bin. Yeah, it's, it's looking good. The future's bright for us, you know, and hopefully we can talk more in the future. Maybe um, we can do a sit down with the record, maybe talk about each song in the future. Who knows? Yeah, well, we look forward to once once you guys Thanks. have a live show booked, we'll definitely, uh, some of us, probably me, we'll come out and see you guys yeah, live. Rob, <laughs> sounds great, guys. Thanks, thanks for the time. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Of course. Absolutely. It's nice uh, to meet you, Jordan. Yeah. All right. Nice to meet you, too, Anna. Heavy metal! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Whoa. I want to give you a little something. That was great. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That was Jordan from Dark Saga. Definitely check out the band, YouTube Dark Saga Laws. And then uh, you, you could hear hear more of it. Got a good attitude. Great. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Very exuberant. I'm surprised he played all the uh, the instruments on the album and sang. I felt Except a little bad because he 
like I made a couple of jokes and he seemed to think I was serious and I felt like kind of shitty then, you know, but, uh, probably for the best then he's just nervous. <laughs> uh, well, we were talking about David Lee Roth, uh, briefly. So he announced his retirement. He's going to oh, be retiring. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, let me just read this. I'm throwing in the shoes. I'm retiring. My first only official announcement. You got the news oh, share with the world. I guess what really surprised me about this is how many people cared. How many people care? <laughs> A lot of people. Care. Is it just you? Your I don't care. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't. I care in the sense of like, oh, it's news. I got to report it. But uh, like, was there a rockers know, react? There was no rockers. Re- that that's how how little I cared about it. There was Who no gives a fuck? <laughs> was there um, any? Um, were there any like twenty something zillennial pop stars wearing a t shirt about this news happening? <laughs> uh, I want to mention. So his final shows are going to be January fifth, seventh, and eighth at uh, oh, and also on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. At the House of Blues at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. The, I was at this House of Blues. This was where Psycho Las Vegas was. It was a three. This Mandalay Bay has a pool stage, a arena, like a full on 13,000 seat venue. And then the House of Blues is like. I don't know. It's a, a restaurant, people, maybe 800 people. No, the, the actual venue, it's like any house of blue, you know, all the house of blues is basically look the same. They're like McDonald's. So I'm surprised, you know, David Lee Roth, Van Halen, one of the biggest bands of all time. Well, this isn't Van Halen. This isn't Van Halen. You're That's, right. This is David Lee Roth at a very small venue. Um, uh, but but that was that was my my angle, basically. Like, I was surprised how many people were like, oh, my God, he's retiring as opposed to like, thank God. I mean, you know, I'm surprised not. anyone believes it. Every musician retires and then two years later, there's the reunion right. tour like and he doesn't even have to reunite with anyone. Reunion, he just has yeah. to wake up one morning and decide he needs money again. Like he doesn't have to ask anyone else permission to do this. So, well, we'll uh, back, unless in the dies. comments on metal injection, some fans are uh, guessing Uh-oh. or speculating, I should Uh-oh. say, that he might, he himself might be sick and that's why he's retiring. But sick. How do we know? Yeah. What oh. based on what? Not like that. Based It'll, on just if he's retiring, it must mean that he's dying. Yeah, it's the only reason he would leave the music business. Oh well, no, there were okay. So there, um, he talked to, in that same statement. He talks about Eddie Van Halen and how he's been thinking about the departure of my beloved classmate recently. I'm encouraged and compelled to really come to grips with how short time is, and my time is probably even shorter. Oh, that's why. Mm. Okay. I thought I, I might have been first, than frankly, Van Halen, because he died first. Yeah, he's already well, dead. Well, hold on. He, he addresses that. He says, oh. I thought I might have been the first, frankly. Hey, Ed, objects in the rearview mirror are probably me. And my doctors, handlers and my handlers compelled me to really address that every time I go on, on stage, I endanger that future. Mm. So it's nothing specific. He's just old and contemplating death. Why does and it he- endanger his future if he's if he has an outlet? creative outlet i mean unless it involves like he has to drink or do drugs before he goes on stage but why is sort of heart condition he attaches attaches electrodes to his testicles before every show to amp him up that's a very weird case (laughs) 
Uh, he, he concludes, I've given you all I've got to give. It's been an amazing, great run. No regrets. Nothing to say about anybody. I'll miss you all. Stay frosty. I don't buy it. Scooby-doo-bap. He also put that in. No, he didn't. Well, I don't know if you saw the article I, I found today about um, a, a comeback who I can't even believe, but Tattoo. Do you remember Tattoo? From Fantasy Russia? Island? The little, the <laughs> little guy? No. Oh, you mean the, for, all the things you said, all the things you said, running through my yes. head, running through my head, running yeah. through my head, running through Those my two, head. They were two Russian lesbians, right? Well, they were pretending to be lesbians. Oh. Yeah. Like and Tegan now, and Sarah. Right. <laughs> yes. Like the Russian Tegan and Sarah. And I think they're, they're really back. lesbians. Yes. Uh, oh, so they're coming back and what's like, are there plans for a tour or an album or what's the news? Well, the news was that they look completely different. Oh, are they still claiming to be lesbians? I barely remember well, how they look. Yeah, I, don't I, I mean, they're older, so they're going to look different. They were children then. But do you think that the reason they're coming back is they heard David Lee Roth was retiring and they were like, well, now there's a void in musicians who pretend to eat a lot of pussy. So we got to get David back Lee out Roth there. Actually, it's a lot of poon. Not oh, as much good. as he likes us to think that he does. I doubt it. <laughs> you think he's exaggerating about a poon? He's the anti-stolen vaginal valor. But <laughs> He's unlike uh, Uncle Junior, who ate lots of pussy and pretended not to. Yeah, that's right. He's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Different generations, Darren. It's very true. Wow, look at this wonderful ad telling me to turn <laughs> off all the ads. Can you believe this great. was 20 years ago when that song came out that we were just singing? Yeah. Get us out of here. Okay. Yeah, I believe that that feels about right 20 years ago. It does feel 20 years ago. Yeah, this is one of the rare times we're like, yeah, this was 20 years ago. No. Uh, uh, so this is what they used oh, to look like. Now yeah. I remember... So one of them is a is a redhead. One of them, like long curly red hair, and the like, other one had like you a, weren't kidding, man. I'm sorry. I, they they're they're 37 and 36, so they really were they were underage then. Yeah. Right. Oh well, yeah, may, 17 maybe, and 16 then. Yeah. Right on the ball. It may it may not. No, have been it was exactly only, it was while there. it was while yeah it was while we were in college. So it, they might have been like 18 and 19. Okay. Hmm. Lena uh, and Yulia. <laughs> Are they really Russian? Yeah. Do we know that? Are they pretending to be I lesbian? Think so. <laughs> I think I think they were they were actually Russian. No one would pretend to be Russian. <laughs> oh wow! One of them had a child in 2004 when she was just 19 years old. Aha! Yeah, so they were underage. And, oh, and one of them was married. Uh, oh, oh, so now they're bisexual songstresses. Oh, okay. oh wow! This oh is what no! She, wow! Very oh, different so looking. She looks like so, she would be working at Rasputin on Brighton Beach. To be yeah. fair, she looks like, like that before too. Yeah. yeah. So the different. before for our audio listeners, the before just looks like a young Russian girl. The after looks like Real Housewives of Brighton Beach. You know, it's yeah. just plump lips, like uh, drawn eyebrows. Doesn't look like, like the same person. Uh, it, you know, I would I would have never thought it was. I didn't really read this article, but what you're screen sharing right yeah. now, there is a there is like a, 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 a like I guess like an, a a factoid about her, which is very weird since yeah, she was in that, like right. a. Okay, when asked well, where, if she would, when when asked if oh. she would condemn her own son for being gay, Yulia responded, <laughs> "Yes, I would condemn him, because I believe that a real man must be a real man. A man has no right to be a." F word. 
Whoa! Despite her strong views, she stated that she didn't have a problem with lesbians. Better not. You cashed in on it. Two girls together. together, Not the same thing as two men together. It seems to me that lesbians look aesthetically much nicer. I've heard that people say that before, but that's like just because women look aesthetically much nicer than men do, right? Yeah, I love women who are misogynists. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. But no, you read it wrong. Two, it's two girls together, not oh. the same thing <laughs> as two men together. It seems to me lesbians look aesthetically much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and she was uh, in April. She launched a political career as a candidate oh, for Russia's boy. conservative United Russia, but was crushed. I cannot Wait, believe that's the same person. That looks like I uh, would never tell. Chris Jenner. That yeah. does. That looks like a, one of the Kardashians or something. That doesn't. Yeah, you're wow. right. That's really, terrifying. Chris, Chris Jenner is our nail on the head, which is yeah. weird because yeah. she's like 30 years younger than Chris. <laughs> That's Jenner. right. Okay, so tell me, Lena is a little bit better these days. Oh, she looks. Oh, Lena. Lena looks. Lena is recognizable. Yes. Lena from and uh, even the, even the gross Daily Mail points it out. The redhead who appears to have aged naturally with little to no oh, damn. surgery. <laughs> Little, they still had to get a little shot in. Yeah. Little to no. Well, they, yeah, the they nose looks they, a little bit less puffy, but otherwise. Oh, I, it could be the angle though, but I, I see what you mean. Like it still has the dot on the end. You would think. <laughs> you would think okay. if she had a nose job. Okay, I, I hate when we do this. Beanie blue check <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm oh. sorry. I got really caught up in this, and I, it, it's it's gross. I'm sorry. Okay, unlike Yulia, like, Lena has shown oh. support for the LGBT community. Stating in 2014, I think everybody should be free to love who they love and be with whom they want to spend their life with. Okay. It must suck when you're you're a music partner. You have to answer these quotes because your music partner is a bigoted shithead. Yeah. <laughs> All, so look, every day they, there's people coming. What do you think of what this idiot said like last week? So yeah, that's just were damage control. 1999. So let's figure Good. that out. To be yeah. fair, in Russia, like the redhead is probably the one that's considered pol- politically a shithead. And the conservative <laughs> one true. has to answer. Well, how do you feel about your partner being OK with gay men? That's a good point. Well, yeah. So know. they were actually 16 like and 17, probably when they started. But yeah. then the yeah, so was right there. game happened in, in 22. Oh, OK. I see. In 2002. Yeah. All right. Well, good to know that tattoo girls have. <laughs> Where they are today. Yeah. yeah. Before oh, we wrap. Then... Oh, there's a picture of them kissing. <laughs> grab of their kiss in their They're video. Passionate. <laughs> they are again kissing. Like this whole... looks like this looks like the most staged kiss. Like this photo really right here. Bad. Yeah. It's like um, the least sensual kiss. It's just like kissing, like like bopping your head to somebody else with just both your mouths open, but no no other movement. Yeah. Did, if Noah had kissed Rob on the bus that time, that's what this would <laughs> the kiss would have looked like. Totally sexless. <laughs> uh, I, I would have accepted it. <laughs> this kiss is so boobalicious. Dear journal. Yeah, I feel like it, he, he definitely it, it would have looked like that, except with Rob having one hand up. Oh, hover hand. <laughs> uh, Voodoo Chaos in the chat writes uh, in the Middle East. Not kidding. They were pretty big 20 years ago. I didn't realize wow. they had a big following in the race. Noah, I have to ask you if you remember this. Uh, you uh, wrote a parody of their song. Do you remember doing this? I, I remember it with my friend Egg, but I don't remember what the parody was about. Um, It was called Vodka's oh, in vodka. my head, running yes. through my head, running through my head. 
You know, something basically- for some reason I thought that was on the live cast, but that was actually from our worst radio show. Yeah, it was yeah, a college, college radio show. show. And uh, the only line I remember from that was "Vis lemon or plain." <laughs> That's it. In the rain, something in the rain. You get lemon or plain. Is not enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to try to find that. Oh, Man. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Do a remix. Are you up for it? Up for a remix? I'm Re-recording? Just, I'm scared. Well, yeah, I, no. I guess so. I just don't want to hear it. It's not offensive. It's the only one that we did probably that's not offensive. It's just about <laughs> drinking lots of booze. Uh I love that like Russians wouldn't get offended by that stereotype. No, no, no. We we do drink. Yes, yeah. it's not a Russians were our whole audience. <laughs> this is like we like it, bled. Twelve to nineteen year old <laughs> Russian kids listening to us on uh, BCAT. Oh yeah, remember Blaze and Dro? Yeah, two little that, biggest fans. That was twenty years ago, but it really feels like it just happened like yesterday. And like so, like, yeah, they're they're in their thirties now. Yeah. <laughs> they're also just, in their 30s. just like tattoo, just like tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that Blaze works for Facebook, and he had to like do the DHS ser- server. DNS. Thing. Yep. DNS. <laughs> <laughs> the Department for Homeland Security. They have to go lock up Latino <laughs> orphans, bro. They're coming in by the thousands. We have to lock them up. <laughs> That's probably what they really are doing. <laughs> or they're in bro. jail for like Medicaid fraud. When I when I heard we're going to work for ICE, I thought this was going to be Russian diamond necklace, Blair. <laughs> what the fuck? So they've got him um, on horseback on the yeah. border. We are whipping these Haitians. What is this? This is not fu- <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. Blair. Wait, no, when you were riding horses, was that what you were doing? Whoa. Together no, now. That, that's a split it's called a split rein. It's mm. it's for the horses, not the people. Oh. Like hey? <sighs> Hey. Oh, hey, so they weren't whipping hey. people? Hey. <laughs> the Haitians are okay. Oh, okay. Hay is for Haitians. Got it. Hey. Oh, hay is for horses, but also Haitians, I guess. Hey to all our Haitians. Yeah, no, but it's not okay to whip Haitians. No, Darren, I disagree. Or horses. Or horses. That's a good point. Uh, what if the horse is into it? There's got to be some S&M horses. I'm not sure horses can consent. Yeah, nay means nay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's disappeared. Oh, uh, <laughs> we mentioned him briefly earlier, and uh, another musician who very much could do a re- could, could do a retirement could like retire. What am I trying to say here? I think, retirement. I think, I think do we a need retirement. to, to do a whip retirement? Rob with a <laughs> yeah, split rain. My brain could use a bit of a whip right now. Uh, Vince Neil oh, uh, played another solo show. Bless his heart. He, I think he was just like, oh, it's been a few weeks since I've given the Metal Injection Livecast some content. Let me go play a show. <laughs> he looks like uh, a little boy in this <laughs> photo. He's wearing like yeah, a soccer a, jersey or something. Uh, it's a yeah. Grand Prix. It's at the Long Beach Grand Prix. So it, it's at a race. So he's wearing a mm. race jersey. Uh, and he was invited and it's actually a very big turnout and wouldn't you know it his voice still sounds awful I would have never guessed <laughs> and again you know we've talked about this a lot and it, we ask everybody it's pretty much unanimous that Vince Neil does not sound good there's no people out there being like no you're 
you're you're so close-minded he's just doing it differently like no one's defending him everyone agrees this is not peak vince neal so i've deduced and and i think all of us have deduced the only reason he's doing this is he needs the money or for fun does it look like he's having fun though? No, I don't know. No. It doesn't look like he's he having looks fun. Exhausted, Noah. He looks, he looks so like tired. he's phoning it in. Well, let's take a look. It could it be for fun? Could it be for money? Yeah. There's uh and, and also I want to point out the last time we talked about him, he himself posted some hashtag sponcon, some sponsored content about some fucking uh clinic in LA where he was getting electroshocks <laughs> instead of working out. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> So I find it so amusing that it's newsworthy that there's footage of someone being out of breath in public. <laughs> That's so delightful to me. Slow news day, Sid. <laughs> trying to Check normalize it out, guys. This guy was on the stage and he was out of breath. I want to <laughs> give you guys <laughs> such a great point, Sid. Not only that, this is by far the most visited story on the site today. <laughs> like, Everyone wants like, to hear him. By by multiples, <laughs> you know, <laughs> everyone wants to see Vince Neil out of breath. So, there's four clips. They're very short. Oh god! Now I'm gonna keep my mind open and see if he's enjoying himself or not. I'm not gonna bias this. Okay. Is Adam Cole, baby? <laughs> Oh, you say that to everybody. I feel like we've heard him say that on other bootlegs that we yeah. watched. Like, you guys are the best fans in the whole world. Oh, I'm a Motley Crue fan. Planet. What are you talking about? Do you yeah. hate me? I saw I saw Motley Crue with Anthrax and Megadeth. It was the like like when they were turning on on uh, um, cryptic writing. And I remember he said the same thing to us on Long Beach, on Jones Beach. I feel so betrayed. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I, I'm not even, this is not even a joke. I think that they shouldn't do that because there's the internet. Maybe in like 1967, you can get away with that. Because yeah. only, only Grateful Dead fans were like walking, going around the country from city to city, watching. Everyone else was like, that was their unique show. So who gives a shit? But well, you, can't do I, it you know what's acceptable? It's acceptable to say best show on the tour because... You're not lying because, you know, oh, you said that yesterday. It's like, well, yesterday that was the best show on the tour. Now this show is getting better. Yeah. Yeah. So but you are fine. still shitting on the previous fans that were in the other show. You already got they, their money. Fuck them. That's true. <laughs> if you don't care, then sure. Yeah. You're right. They're, they're, we're all high anyway. They'll forget by the next time. <laughs> high on Botox. <laughs> the cock audience. Hands up in the air, we can't stop this song until I see everybody clapping. His speaking voice is. I hate that too. I hate that too when they force you to either like jump or clap. Yeah, I didn't come here to work. Yes, exactly. I can't hear you. (laughs) Fuck off, so you sing it, asshole. Oh yeah. Also, like with like, (laughs) is that as loud as you can get? I think you can get louder. But for a better musician. Jordan, like, if yeah, you're still on, listening, when you're out with Dark Saga and you're doing your tours finally, please don't do this to your audience. Yeah. We will take you to town. We will remove our thrash. Yeah. We'll Retroactively. We'll revoke our thrash. <laughs> Retro thrashtically. We will demand breast milk return the t shirt we sent her. 
Are you He's just trying to, to delay having to sing. <laughs> I'm trying to say it before. His speaking voice is still good. Has a musician ever, like, you know, the I can't hear you, you could be louder? Has a musician ever, like, ended the show because the audience wasn't loud enough? Like, has how the, far do we take that fuck you. encouragement? Sorry, like, no, 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 no. I, I really feel like you guys go. are holding out. I'm done. Yeah. Has that ever happened? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Has an audience ever, like... Uh, organized a spontaneous strike and just not and lowered themselves because he said that I would do that. passing out leaflets. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely remember going to one show where the, the singer kept complaining at the audience's reaction and the audience just didn't give a shit and didn't like take the bait and just kept being indifferent. Was, was that the MGK band, with, with the lightsaber? It was the band Saves the Day. I saw them and he started playing the new stuff and then complaining that the audience wasn't into it and the audience just stayed not being into it. Good. Yeah. Sounds like a wedding invitation. Save the date. Save, save, save the, the date. Day. <laughs> we go. So let's hear more of this guy gasping. By the way, before you play it, sorry. Look at that background there. It's the tattoo made another another oh, yeah. What is tattoo. that? It means oh, tattoo. Vodka brand, I guess. Tattooed. I mean, in Spanish, I don't know what brand. If it's a vodka or whatever. Oh, my God. It's farted. It's, it's this is, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> That's looks to looks that kill. I don't know if you know it. If you could have, uh, oh, wow. Oh, I can was, tell. Look, he, let's he try let's that again. Looks that kill now. <laughs> is he yodeling maybe Long show here's a little more he's got samples playing this is Pulp Fiction Sam Jackson over here I can barely hear it can you fast forward it yeah. I guess it's their intro. Let's no, they just played the entire audio track for Pulp Fiction. To yeah. kill time. <laughs> oh. Trying to scan ahead here. Right, ladies and gentlemen, Vince Neal. <laughs> Are you? Definitely need more yodeling in metal. <laughs> and he's gonna run out of breath just doing all that clapping. All right, all right let me hear you clap a little harder so I don't have to. Come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Back. I'm sorry, did I just hear Buzzy? Meowing. Oh no, no, it's been sneal. Oh my god. <laughs> he's not even he's doing that thing. He's doing that thing from before where he's yeah. not actually saying there was a I'm gonna do today. 
I like that there's just like a sea of people filming it, all hoping that they're the ones whose YouTube clip is going to get on metalinjection.net. <laughs> he also did a thing that I love when shitty singers do. Like he went, Hollywood, and then he couldn't hit the high note. So that's two, one second later, when it goes high again, he went down because he tried it and he stumbled. Can you go back a little? I just want to hear that part again. Uh, and he starts. Hollywood. Oh, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I'm far, not too far back. Got to. Also, this guitarist is, feels a little off. Hollywood. This part next. <laughs> Had to go down. <laughs> and then it's a backing track. Did he just say, somebody get me Medicaid? Get me Medicaid. <laughs> get me my cane. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's, let's see a little more. Another one. All right. This drummer is very excited. Oh, I like this angle better. Hey, don't see as much of Vince Neil. <laughs> All right, nice backing track. No, when you said he looked like a young boy in the beginning, like yeah, because they're shooting him from Mars. <laughs> from Mick Mars? <laughs> like the Hubble telescope. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Orchard. Oh. Oh, no. oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> Did he just say yabba dabba do? You know what? I'm sure it sounded better in person. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because they were drunker. <laughs> Rob, what do you think would happen if you posted an article on Metal Injection tomorrow saying Vince Neil announced his retirement? Like, do you think he'd, he'd see the reaction and be like, you know what, maybe, yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> I should just will it right. to existence. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he should do David Lee Roth's song so that way he can just go bozy, bozy, bop, titty, bop, and then it'll just be the right, or even if he's off by sure. a little, who cares? Because it's yeah. just nonsense. That's fine. <laughs> or just the instant, like not even like a farewell tour, just like, yeah, I'm just going to stay home. Do you think if he sings Bozy Bozy Bop Titty Bop that it'll come out as real words? Like he, it'll have the reverse effect? <laughs> Accidentally, it'll make sense. <laughs> yeah. He'll start like quoting Charles Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is so bad. Let's try. Let's see this last one. We can move on. (laughs) I love the the contrast between the real fence and then the backing track is so stark. (laughs) Well, because the backing track is from what, like 1989? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just hilarious. When you hear it, you know, it just. Whoa. 
it never goes back the other way because like, there's oh, a pause when the track ends. So you never hear him become shitty again after the good part. <laughs> All right, that was. You can catch Motley Crue on tour next summer and pay like five hundred bucks to hear Vince Neil sing like this. Oh, who cares? Or you could use that as your opportunity to go to the bathroom, get a hot dog. Well, you definitely well, that point, I think they're they're the headliners. How how I long is his how long is his show roughly? Would you say the solo show? Whatever, whatever the time he's on stage. I would say typically it's probably half hour, forty five minutes. This was probably a shorter set because it's oh. just he's playing like a guest spot at this mm-hmm. Grand Prix. I still don't think I can stretch out getting a hot dog for like 25 to 30 minutes, though. It's gonna there's going to be well, lines. No, no, there's lines. And also you meet up with a friend. You talk a little. You catch up. Fair. I wouldn't want to be friends with anybody who would pay to go to that show. You know, people are there for all different reasons. You know, somebody yeah. is very ill and just wanted yeah. to see my I would go. Come on. Right. Friends really sick. And well, well they're be- there for racing and just Vince Neil happened to be there. That's right. Another good point. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to hang out with anyone who likes racing either. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole other. I mean, maybe someone who, who watches it occasionally, but if they're like amped up to go to a race fest, we probably don't have a lot in common. Yeah. All right. Uh, in technology news, oh, this, I feel like this this uh, piece of equipment was created specifically for the metal injection live cast and it's a new uh pedal a guitar pedal where i'd have to get this for noah uh every note is turned into a fart sound rip a solo with a guitar Ooh. pedal turns every note into a fart sound i thought this had to be sexual <laughs> well for some people mm-hmm. is there a demo here yeah okay. there's a youtube oh can't wait link right up our alley so, so it turns see. your oh, guitar sounds to fart sounds yes but what and if- you could and there's a knob that you could that go from wet to dry so you could modulate <laughs> what kind of fart so this guy they got and the, to do this, this is he, the this is the guy who invented it i guess so i'm assuming so yeah he looks like he has a, the kind of diet where he could just rip them out like just do it without the part, <laughs> without the guitar Okay, that's a clean, clean tone. Yeah. Very dirty tone. <laughs> okay. He's playing right now for our audio. Yeah, so it's just a fart. Bo- like, why do you need the guitar? It's just a fart box. Like, what is this game? So, are these his sounds? Oh, you mean like, can you put your own farts into this? No, we're Are playing they his this old man's farts. <laughs> you want me to have a pedal of this old man's farts? The Kickstarter so. explains that he collaborated with, quote, an award-winning sound design company in Chicago to develop bespoke custom fart noises for which I hold the exclusive <laughs> license. What fucking award did they win? The fucking, like, Chicago Chili Bake Off? <laughs> Imagine the engineer waking up and seeing his agenda for the day, and this is it. Bring some old man's farts. You get, well, they're you get not the his farts. Do you get the smell with it? <laughs> the smell come out of that box? Like rotten eggs? 
And the pedal is, quote, tailored specifically for a guitar amplifier and tuned for exceptional live or studio performance. It has a wet and dry toggle and an output <laughs> knob that adjusts how strongly each fart blows into the mix of the input's guitar tone. So if I could be serious for a second, like I don't see. All right. So it doesn't sound like a guitar tone making farts like out of a guitar. It just sounds like farts, which is useless to me. Like, shouldn't well, it here, be? So here's a, a demo of Johnny B. Good from a friend of the show, Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Farts. It's not like farts be like being produced from guitar uh, strumming. You know what I mean? It's like it is. It is. That's what I, don't, I know. Them. I know. Like literally, that's what it is. But it just doesn't sound like a guitar being transformed into farting. Right. Like yeah, I would. I wish you could tell what the song was that was being played by the yes, fart. By but the it's fart. not. It's just. See, how do I know that's there like that? Doesn't just random fart. Yeah, because he's playing. He stops hitting the pedal. That's how you know. Yeah, we should send some constructive notes back. Yeah, to this, this Kickstarter. The technology is still raw, but I feel like one day we'll get there. <laughs> it's ripe. It's not ripe yet. See, that's a creative, a rare creative use of this pedal because, like, you can't play a song with oh, it. But when... You know, it, it kind of does sound like Highway to Hell. Okay, Hold on. Look, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess if that's... I squint, I can kind of hear it. I want to hear like don't, don't squint too hard because you might. <laughs> How much out. does this cost? Uh, it's a Kickstarter. Let's see. <laughs> it's a Kickfarter. <laughs> let's see. I'm try- oh, here. oh God! I'm not donating to this. Uh. <laughs> oh, do you have the pedal? Is yes. That pedal? <laughs> That's it. I'm playing guitar right now. $30,000 gold. Oh, I guess to like mass produce. Yeah. Metal. I got to know how much this. Oh, there's like no set amount. You just you just pay what you want to pay, right? Well, there's got to be levels. Like there's got to be a level where you actually get the pedal. Here we go. 165 for the pedal. Mm, how much is a typical guitar pedal, Noah? It depends on uh, if, if it's like a name brand if it's designed after someone well, what's an average what's a what's yeah. a cheap one what's a cheap pedal uh let's say 80 bucks okay so this okay. is like a nice pedal. and then the name brand what's the name brand pedals how much for that oh, it could be i don't know like 250 or something and rob if i may ask what is the lowest tier at which you receive a pedal because so some of them were like they'll do a song for you with the fart pedal i think it was that 165 was it that's a lot, man. Because it's not doing anything. It's a fart box. It's the same. Yeah. I got these drops here. It's the same as that. It's just the same shit. Right. For one sixty five, you can have Darren come to your house and what? play fart sounds. Or <laughs> Patreon drops. Depends where they live. I mean, New Patreon tier. One hundred sixty five dollars. <laughs> Darren will come. 
That was a very pregnant pause, Noah. You could have Jared come. I'm pregnant. House. Wait, you're paying me to fucking have an orgasm? Yes. Okay. Wait, I don't know if I want to go to these people's houses. <laughs> I do it over Zoom. Yeah, Ooh, like a little tubin. <laughs> well, it's not tubin if you're aware of the tubin. Well, he was aware of it too. He just didn't know that his camera was on. Yeah. I'm saying if the others know, then you're not tubing them. Mm. It's his fault for not monetizing it. Exactly. Get permission. Name means name. Yeah. Remember. Randy Rainbow would have paid for that. <laughs> he would have praised Jeffrey Tubin the day before, write a song about it the day before he took his penis out. <laughs> and then have to backpedal. Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to delete my Twitter now that I just said Jeffrey Tubin was awesome. <laughs> That's also a drop. Well, since we're talking about pee and poop and, and all that, um, I, I found this article earlier this week, and it feels like something we can talk about. Oh. Poop. Man poops out of penis due to rare condition. Due to rare condition? Due to. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Our father who art in heaven. <laughs> A 33-year-old man pooped from his penis and experienced rectal ejaculation. No. What source? Who, who's reporting this item? The Daily this Beast. Is for, this is from the very reputable <laughs> The Time Daily Yeast. News. Okay, so it's not the New England uh, Journal of Science, right? <laughs> no. There's video. There's uh, or what? photo. What? Excuse me? There's photo. There's photo. Of what? Uh, kind? One man, one cup. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me, let me share the screen. Uh, Are we going to get kicked off of this streaming on. platform? No, it's a. <laughs> we're going we're to make a lot of money, Noah. <laughs> Quite the opposite. We're going to launch a new OnlyFans. Yeah. I, I am on record saying I don't believe this is possible. This is either a hoax or the reporter has been duped. A 33 year old pooped from his penis and experienced rectal ejaculation. Do you notice the unusual symptoms? For two years, and decided. So oh, isn't a doctor. Hold, sl slow down. Hold on. Hold on. So not only he pooped from his penis, his bodily functions reversed, and his cum started coming out of his tuchus. You're saying correct. So that's a double the shock to me. You didn't mention that before. He was fitted uh, with a foley catheter when he was thrown off the top of a cage by the Undertaker. <laughs> Uh, a man who began to poop from his penis and experienced rectal ejaculation has to seek medical attention. Uh, the 33-year-old noticed a number of medical issues over a period of two years, such as fecal matter in urine, passing a substantial amount of urine, and semen from the anus. I okay. see. So it was only like little bits of... of, of but it's still... It took, so he, this guy came from his asshole and it took him <laughs> two years until he had pain in his balls to go see a doctor about that? Well, here it says when the man experienced pain in his testicles for around a week, that's when he decided to visit a doctor. Test showed he had a urinary... Out of his, test his penis. He had a urinary tract infection and also had a problem with his rectal wall. Yeah, I would doctor, say so. Doctor did a CT scan and found a quote, gas-filled structure, after which further tests revealed he was uh, revealed to be something called a fistula. Great band name. A fistula is an abnormal passageway between the man's urethra and rectum. The connecting passage was what was causing the semen to pass from his anus 
and the feces from his penis. <laughs> That's how it's written. British F-A-E-C. version of feces. Feces. The doctor ruled out possible infections such as tuberculosis and inflammatory bowel disease. The man denied having suffered rectal trauma or penetration. He did not even have Liar. any abdominal surgeries. Yeah. Uh, doctors eventually found out that the man had been in a three-week coma two years ago after cocaine and PCP intoxication. It was around this time that he began to observe the unusual symptoms. That'll do it. New side effect. Rob, does that deter you from trying cocaine? No. Yeah, I feel like if they would have used this, remember, like when they used to do dare or like anti-drug campaigns, this this is how you do it. I mean, I feel like just as many people would be titillated by this idea as would be scared off by it. Yeah, you only got to go to the bathroom with one part of your body now. I mean, if you had something come out of a different hole than was meant to come out of, that wouldn't freak you out. The first time. This, yeah, I mean, it didn't freak this guy out until two years later. I mean, if you, yeah, if you I, that's the thing. I wouldn't have waited two years. If I pooped boogers? Yeah. Great. I hate when boogers come out of my nose. Yeah. That's. I think the, if there's the other way, it'd be worse because you yeah. smell the shit, <laughs> shit coming come out. out. The bo- bo- boogers are, to me, the, mo- the least pleasurable. Anything coming out of my nose or mouth. I hate coughing and I hate sneezing. So if I could do that out of my asshole... Like, you know, farts really don't serve any purpose for your body, but so far does the cough your butt makes. Wait, hold on a second. So, you know, sneezing is involuntary. It's very hard to catch it and control it. So if you sneezed out of your butthole, you'd be okay with that, like not having the control over it. Sure. Well, you fart sometimes when you'd always have moist underpants, though. Diaper. I don't know. Like if everyone did that, though, right, like you'd be normalized. So no, no, but just you. That's a good question. You get a lamp, right? Like you find this lamp at some like, uh, you know, like marketplace and you get a wish and your wish will come true. And this is it. I have (laughs) I have some things in the checking order above coughing out of my fucking sneezing out of my asshole. But uh, I would say like if if my wishes were explicitly limited to changing the orifices from (laughs) body body functions emerge. Then yes, that would be a good. If I had to change something, might be that. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Yeah, because because it's just so unpleasant. Don't you guys hate sneezing? Isn't it just so? It just disrupts Love your day. Sneezing, especially sneezing is like, like a, it's like one sixth orgasm. That's maybe it's different for a woman, I guess, because like everything vibrates. I don't. I, I I hate multiple. Like when I sneeze like four times in a row, but I don't mind sneezing. I just hate it. I feel like it's it's something that reminds me of my mortality. Like it's like a part of my body that not that I'm going to die from sneezing, but it's like it's something that my body is just doing against my will. And I hate that. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. So that's why I like it. That's we're all about different perspectives on this show. (laughs) And nothing feels better than blowing your nut. Well, I think a good shit feels better than blowing your nose. Well, a few things feel better than blowing your nose, but it feels good to blow your nose. Within the loogie out of there. Or pick. I'll tell you what feels good is when you preempt a sneeze by blowing your nose. Because I took I took ownership of that sneeze and I expelled the offending uh, uh, material on my own. I fucking that you're coming out and I don't wait for my body to forcibly expel it. That feels great. Sometimes it doesn't work though. I don't do it. You don't, don't sneeze? I don't blow my nose. 
Ever? What? No. So what do you do? Do you just suck it in? Like, swallow? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like how it feels to blow my nose. What? Oh my I gosh, like all the never years liked I've known... it. This is something new. I how feel like feel? I've mentioned I must have mentioned this on the show at some point. How do you but feel yeah, don't... about about this doing it involuntarily? Like the, the sneezing blowing your nose for you. Does that bother Yeah, that's you? fine. That's so strange because to me it's the same thing other than who's the agency of it. Yeah. I like other it, it's sort of like someone else doing the work for me. <laughs> and that someone else is me still, but it's not me. You know what I mean? You know, and don't you get annoyed like when you sneeze like, you know, eight times within a 60 minute set, you know, like when it's that very minute. rarely happens that, yeah, I, I, that I do get annoyed with. Yes, I will. I will concede to that. Especially that when you're trying to talk to somebody about something and you're like, so anyway, and I was like, you can't ever get it out. You know, I'm, I'm thrilled for any excuse to not have to talk to somebody so that it's <laughs> once again, that's like my body bailing me out. What's it that take makes you take longer to have to deal with this fucking asshole that you're talking Or maybe about. I sneeze right on the person and they walk away. <laughs> Good point. And then I act like I didn't do it on purpose. I can't ever stump you at myth- misanthropy. You're just too good at it. <laughs> you right. can't. It's impossible. I'm a pro, Darren. It's like trying to dunk on Dikembe Mutombo. Can't just can't do it. It's his job to stop people from doing that. Well. <laughs> Let's take a minute to talk about our uh, Spotify picks. Every week on the show, we each pick a song and we add it to what we call the Metal Injection Livecast Music Break. You can search for it on Spotify. It's a pretty large playlist. And uh, we picked a bunch of songs. And I'm very, it's always fun to see what we pick, I think. Just put in Livecast Music Break, it'll come up as the playlist. Uh, I'll go first. I picked a song called Flamingos by Softhead. I've been listening to a lot of lo-fi music lately. That's also the only thing Rob will do on a first date. He only does Softhead. Oh, I thought you say That's lo-fi. He needs, to know, he needs to know you better if you want anything besides Softhead. Yeah. If, yeah, if you start getting gentle. Water, I'm out of there. <laughs> they call him a gentle giant. <laughs> Episode title uh, is Gentle Giant, by the way. I've been listening to a lot of lo-fi playlists. Uh, I like the, uh, sorry, name means name. But make it oh, awesome. yeah, that's also a good one. Mm, uh, glad you interrupted me for that, there. That was important. Ah, come here, on. I'm here. I'm here <laughs> wow. talking about this song. Let me get it out. <laughs> like a sneeze. Sorry. To be uh, fair, the song's uh, probably DJ. not that <laughs> But I, I, I really like the song because it combines lo-fi and flamingo. I thought it was a very unique take on both. Flamenco so. or flamingo? Yeah, it flamingo. sounded like you said flamingo. Flamenco. Okay. No, gonna yell flamingo. at you for interrupting and correcting it, correcting you now. No, at least it's you... on topic. Oh, Wait, okay. you did say flamingo. Is what? it flamingo the, the like the bird? Called, the song is called Flamingos, and it it combines flamenco and lo-fi. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Whew. <laughs> I thought I'm you maybe you, thought the musical genre was called flamingo, and then we had to just drop. No, everything. I didn't think that at okay. all. Oh no! All right, uh, oh, Darren, what did you pick? I picked a cover song uh, by a guy, a band I never heard of before. I just randomly stumbled across it on the internet, and it's great. It's a cover of Bonnie Tyler's uh, "Holding Out for a Hero," which is made into sort of a pro- uh, not prog metal, more like. Um, T- like tech 
tech metal, you know? And, oh, awesome. And, uh, it's uh, already a pretty rocking song. Yeah. It's a good, oh, I love Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler is one of my favorite 80s uh, songstresses. So, and this guy belts it out. And a lot of times you'll hear it like um, a man singing a song about a woman holding a torch for a man and they change it to, to be hetero. Mm. And he doesn't do that at all. He just nice. completely throws himself completely into it. And it's fantastic. So I highly recommend this. His name is Little V. Never heard of this guy before, but check it out. It's, it's awesome. It's great. That's just and completely changes the song. That's something we always say with covers. It's like nice. the song is the same than the, the um, arrangement, you know, but not the arrangement, but the, the melody and all that stuff. But he just arranges it to be his own type of music, which which I love in covers. Sid, what did you pick? I picked the song Big Exit by PJ Harvey from her album Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea, which I thought was a great album when it came out. And funnily enough, I picked so I, I added that to the playlist this morning. And then like an hour later, I saw that Pitchfork did this thing where they uh, went back and like picked 20 albums that they gave reviews to back in the day. And they wanted to update the reviews to either improve them or make them worse. And this was this album was one of the ones that they said they gave too poor of a review the first time around and they wanted to give it a better review. Hmm. Like that damn right. Pitchfork as Sid does you follow. Sid, did you ever see PJ Harvey live? Yes. A couple times. Who Fantastic. Was she touring with? Cause I remember seeing, well, let me ask you that question first. Do you know? Actually, I saw her three times. The first time she was opening for live, maybe, and Veruca Salt. Mm -hmm. I think this was like 1995. This is one of the first shows I ever went to. And she was the first act. And, I, and it was at Jones Beach. And I was one of the only people that stayed to watch her. Mm. Um, then I saw her at CMJ. And I have no memory of who opened up. I do remember that supermodel Christy Turlington was there. And she walked oh. right by me. Wow. Yeah. And then I saw her at the Beacon Theater. And I also don't remember if there was an opener. I think it might have been like a night with PJ Harvey. And it was also fantastic. The reason I ask you is because I distinctly remember going to a show uh, and not and it was for some other band. And it mm. was, I'm almost positive it was a metal band and PJ Harvey played Interesting. On the same bill. And I cannot for the life of me remember who it was with, but I saw, and I just, I liked her huh. stuff. And I was like, wow, she's, I, and I didn't know this. Like I went with someone that just said, let's go to a show and no idea who was playing or anything. And it was, and PJ Harvey was there, Wow, so, but I could be wrong. I am old and I smoked a lot of weed, so I could be wrong, but I feel like I remember seeing, I definitely saw her. I just feel like there was a metal band playing with her. It's not crazy. It's very, I mean, pairing her with the band live is pretty ridiculous other than yeah. they were both on rock radio at the time, but they're nothing right. alike or related in any way other than that. So it was a weird time back then for tours. Maybe they both sneezed from their buttholes. And that's the thing they had in common. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Noah, what did you pick? Uh, so I, we talked about the song uh, a couple of episodes ago, the Hellraiser um, mashup with Ozzy Osbourne and Lemmy. Mm -hmm. And I picked it because um, I recently watched Hellraiser after like many, many years of not watching it. It was such an awesome movie. I'm trying to watch a lot of horror and sci-fi movies this month in celebration of All Hallows Eve. Mm -hmm. So I recommend you cool. listen to Hellraiser. And you watch Hellraiser. I watched a watch? horror movie last night on HBO Max, Malignant. I really enjoyed like it. it. 
Yeah, I thought it was a very it, it reminded me a lot of like uh, 80s horror movies like Nightmare on Elm Street, like those kind of like it was because it, it was and it's it's very campy. Uh but also there's a lot of modernness to it. Like there's some camera angles and effects that they use that are incredible. Like they're like a mod, like in the way that like the matrix kind of revolutionized it. Like I thought they were kind of doing that kind of thing. So it really, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I don't really want to talk too much about the plot because mm-hmm. you'd have no idea what's, I mean, you know, what's going on, but you're like, how is this happening? Like, what is, how are they going to explain this? And it really, it, it, it unpacks itself as the movie goes on. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm going to get that in the queue somewhere. Cause I keep hearing people saying it's good. I got one yeah, actually. Go ahead. Sorry. Rob. You want to say something? I was going to say, I, I, I was surprised how much I liked because I feel like modern horror movies, uh, most of them just go They're for very... like cheap jump right. scares, like oh, you know, like whereas yeah. this is more cerebral, and it's just like what the fuck, what the like I I prefer that more, like a thriller more than just a uh, or gore porn. There's a lot of there's 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 gore porn in this, but it's hilarious. It's not That's like fine. overdone. You it's can tasteful. use it. Look at yeah. the thing. You know, there's plenty of gore porn in that, but it's not. It's cerebral. Uh, there's a movie that I wanted to actually do on the Patreon, which is a sequel, not a sequel. It's by the same director as uh, Bubba Hotep. And uh, it's nothing to do with Bubba Hotep. Same director, and it's called John Dies at the End. I've ever- heard of that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. And that's pretty, it's that's a good comedy. Movie. It's a horror comedy, but it's got a lot of, it's got some gore porn in it, but that is a real head fuck. And I would love to watch all of us to watch that one, maybe one day. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, as we wind down, I want to make a quick mention of our Patreon. And I mentioned it for the show. We just posted the first part of our October series uh, of thrashing it or thrashing it. We thrash or trash the first half of the Metallica covers album, the Metallica Blacklist. Some of the covers are most of the covers are brutal. Some of them are actually pretty good. And a bad uh, should clarify. Yeah, brutal, brutal, like not good. Like, oh God, why is this? Why is it's this brutal exist? with a U, not with two zeros. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so you can you could do that. And every every month we try to do two bonus episodes. Uh, we have a bunch of fun stuff from the archives. We have watch alongs, we have fantasy drafts of various kinds, and, and lots of fun episodes, and you get access to video versions of our weekly free podcast. So you can get all that for five bucks a month at patreon.com slash metal injection live cast. If you want to support the show and don't necessarily have five bucks a month to blow, you can always support the show by liking our social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You could give us a nice review on your podcast app of choice or tell a friend uh, when there's a funny segment that you think they would enjoy, pass it along to them. That would help out a lot. And there's some folks on our Patreon that are really into it, so much so that we consider them our top livecast fans. What do we? And how can you be a top livecast fan? You donate ten dollars a month. You get everything in the five dollar tier, and you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. How how are we shouting this out, folks? Out of breath, Vince Neil. Yeah, I was gonna say a Vince Neil impersonation. Ugly. All right. We want to thank them, right? <laughs> All right. I want to thank 
I can't. I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. That's so far totally on track, even, even with the self-doubt. Benjamin, El Judarino, Dan O'Crock, Destroyer, Sam, I am in the mayor, Skipper. Not out of breath enough. Let me take while you catch your breath. I was gonna say, let me do a cameo, Vince Neil, while you're catching your breath. Hey, sensation, sensation, Nick A. Godstomper man. Thank you very much for you know doing the thing and Doctor Feel Good and Dallas Robert Vampiro. I just want to say, you know, girls, 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 man, keep on, keep on rocking. Hugo likes tacos. Thank God Hugo likes uh, Motley Crue because uh, no one else is going to give us money. And uh, uh, Landon Danks and LaCroix, yabba dabba doo, not to feel good. <laughs> oh, no, I'm out of breath again. Go ahead, stage live stage, Vince Neil, go. Rob, he means you. <laughs> oh, there's more? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Doug, Doug Pigman, we're up to. Oh. I want to give Doug Pigman a shout out right now. Scooby Doo, what did he do? A little Frankenstein. Douglas, who are you? Let this sign. Nice, Josh. Dr. Pigman. I want to say you did that great. You know why? There's a nice touch. You, you did, they got to the part where it's the backing track and you sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our show. Thank you as always for tuning in. We love you. We kiss you and we're going to miss you. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>